Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for listening to Life Point. I'm your host, Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you are here listening. And you're not necessarily here, but you're here on the radio listening today. I hope your day is filled with the glory of God. And, you know, I just want to talk about some things today and tomorrow, and then we'll just go from there and see where God leads me to lead you. I'm so thankful that God loves us, He cares for us, and He has a great plan for our lives. Our Heavenly Father, open the doors for today. Open our hearts and our minds to truth. May we follow you always and be intent in doing your will. Lord, may we pray for your will in our lives, and may we listen to you. May we spend time alone with you. God, thanks for the listeners today. Bless them powerfully and mightily. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today I titled my message for the next two days, Healing a Damaged Heart. Healing a Damaged Heart. And this is very sensitive to me today, especially in light of losing my best friend about four weeks ago uh, that died Uh, His heart stopped beating in the middle of the night, my friend Mel. He's been my best friend for 31 years, and he has walked with me. He's been my anchor. He's been my rock. He's been the man in the church that I've turned to for advice, for physical, mental, spiritual advice, and it's still hard to imagine him being in heaven. But I know one thing. He certainly changed our church and his his love, his generosity and wisdom was huge uh, for the church I pastor, and he was a great part of the growing uh, process that took place over the many years. Now my prayers are with his wife, Joy, who is dear to us too, and my wife, literally her best friend, and, and we've spent so much time together. But, you know, I'm talking, of course, a little bit more about healing a damaged heart when it comes to spiritual things today. But I pray that if some of you are struggling with your health, that God would touch you because we want you around to be able to share the good news of Jesus. And boy, is it ever good news. Well, hey, folks, so how how do we respond to hurt in our lives? How do you respond? This morning, I just got a critical message from somebody that needed us to pray for their daughter who is struggling in mental health, and it's a sad situation, and we're just praying that God touches her powerfully. You know, what do we do in our lives to uh, to help others and, and to deal with things? And what happens to you? How do you respond to hurt in your life? Well, sometimes what do we do? We bottle it up. We bottle it up, and we just we keep it within us, and all of a sudden, it starts to explode. We can't sleep at night. We've got to try to use sleep aids to sleep, or in some people, lose weight like crazy, and other people gain weight. I'm the one in life that over stress, I've gained weight. I seem to eat it on, and others uh, do just the opposite. We have indigestion issues, and man, I certainly have had those because of stress. It causes a lot of things to... Uh, uh, see what what happens, and I just I pray that we can uh, we can really get things down and understand that God has a big plan for us, and He doesn't want us to bottle things up. He wants us to give it to Him, give it to Him, let Him take it. You know, response to hurt it can be a, become a powder keg. I mean, what I mean is, if you keep things bottled up, the next thing you know, it's like a volcano, 
It explodes, and it helps nobody. And it hurts you. It hurts those around you. That's why it's so important that we heal a damaged heart. We give those needs to Jesus Christ. And so today, whatever your need is, I pray you give it to the Lord. He wants to hear from you today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till some other time. If you need to stop now and say, Lord, I give this to you, please do so. Sometimes in life, we ignore reality. We won't admit things. We won't admit we're having struggles. We won't admit that we're bound up. Folks, I'm admitting to you that the last month has been very stressful for me. I'm admitting to you that I've had three funerals and a fourth one coming and and my mind and my emotions and then being taken back by the loss of my best friend and spending a week with their family and and trying to keep the uh, the church moving forward as we move towards Easter, it has been a difficult time for me. I've struggled. I've really, really struggled. But most of the times, I don't admit that. I say, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. You know, and sometimes old hurts are reminded of. We start remembering old hurts and old pains, and, and pretty soon those things just dwell on us and take us down. Folks, we need our broken hearts to be healed. Do you have a broken heart today? Do you have a broken heart that needs to be healed? Listen to the psalmist David in Psalm 147, verse 3. It's very short. He heals the brokenhearted, and he binds up their wounds. He heals you. He binds up your wounds. He heals me. He binds up my wounds. I just have to give it to him. I can't think I'm above that. Sometimes pastors think, well, you know, I'm a pastor, so I can handle all these things. Wrong. We are human beings like everybody else. And sometimes trying to put on a on a good face for somebody that's struggling because we're supposed to be the one that helps them. That's our responsibility. Our responsibility is to love people and be there for people and cheer people up. If I come in, and this happened a couple weeks ago, I come in a couple places and they, people look at my face, they say, what's wrong? And I'm supposed to be walking around in a smile all the time. I'm supposed to be happier in a lark. You know, when inside I'm, I'm, it's, I'm being torn up. You know, that happens, and that, I think that happens to a lot of pastors. So I'm telling you as people, give your pastor some grace. Give your pastor some grace. Pray for them. Encourage them. You don't know what they go through. So many are carrying the burdens of their whole congregation on their back. They're, they're carrying the burdens of that mother that is hurting so bad because their child is having so many problems. They're carrying the burden of the one who lost a loved one, and you know how lonely they are. And you want to be, you want to be everything to everybody. That's hard for me not to do. It's hard for me not to think in that realm. I'm so glad I have, in next week, I have a new uh, pastor coming. Pastor Alan Chaney's going to be on my staff again. He was on my staff 17 years ago, and I'm going to have him back, and he's going to be my executive pastor, and he's going to take a lot of things from me. You know, the older I get, the more excited I am to turn things over to younger pastors. But you know what? We need our broken hearts healed. Time doesn't heal all wounds. Folks, God does. Time helps. You know, my son's death, you know, back in 92, almost 30 years ago. You know, a year and a half, two years went by, three years went by. The healing process was taking place. Things were much better after that. But you know what? It's God who heals. God who heals. There's a lot of you need healed from a loss of a person. Some of you have lost loved ones in your life. I think of my dear friend, Beth Schaefer, who runs this radio station. 
she lost Lee, and I was up there in the hospital with her when and her family when Lee passed away and went to be with the Lord. And it was, you know, it wasn't it hasn't been an easy struggle, easy, easy thing to deal with. She's had to deal with that in her life, and she's kept a bold face, a bright face, a phenomenal woman of God who just who I love and appreciate so much. She's one of my dear, dear friends. But yet I know the hurt of being alone. We even talked about it before I started uh, uh, the show today, talked about how you deal with things. And sometimes your friends forsake you because they don't know what to say. You know, loss of a relationship. Many people who have lost somebody in their lives, maybe through divorce or or through uh, someone not forgiving. It's it's been it's a tough thing to deal with a lost relationship, and you know you you've got to pick up the pieces, and you wonder why people feel the way they do, why they act the way they do. Only thing I can tell you is this: you and God have to have a one on one. You and your heavenly Father have to have a one on one where you lay your burdens on Him, that you give your broken heart to Him so you can be healed. He wants to do that. Folks, bitterness keeps our hearts broken. If you're holding on to bitterness, your heart will never mend. You've got to give that bitterness to God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15, and some nobody really knows who wrote Hebrews. Many people think Paul did, but it's not for sure. But he says this, the author, See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God, and that by no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. That no bitter root grows up to trouble and defile many. Bitterness is tool of the enemy. He loves for people to be bitter. He loves for people not to forgive one another. In Hebrew, the word broken means shattered, crushed, and bruised. Shattered, crushed, and bruised. You know what? Let's let's get our hearts healed. Let's have the Spirit of God work in our lives in a powerful way. We get completely stymied when we remain bitter. And people, I can tell you, I know people that have been bitter for years, and they can't shake it. They can't shake it. Oh, I've tried to give it to God. I've tried, but I just can't do it. Yes, you can. You give it to God, and let him take care of it, and clear that path between you and him. You want to have a deep relationship with him? Clear the path that is blocking you from that. Bitterness is a cancer that keeps eating away at your soul. And I'm telling you, folks, if I tell you one thing today, I'm telling you this. Stop the bitterness. Ask God to forgive it. Move forward today with a clean slate. He wants to clear that slate for you. You have to let him do that. If you don't, all you're doing is stymieing your relationship with him. And you can use every excuse in the book, but there is no excuse for bitterness because God wants to take it from you. Give it to him today. I'm going to close today, and I'm going to finish this message tomorrow. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for your love love for us. And God, if there's any bitterness in anyone listening today, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I pray they give it to you and you clean the slate and they can move forward with the power of Almighty God behind them. Bless them, lead them, guide them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.